0: This is Sibling Talk with Mary Jo Tumare and John Paulette. Commentary from a progressive point of view. Hello, I'm John Paulette.
1: Mary Jo Tumare.
0: And welcome today. Mary, I've got a story I have to tell you, and... This story is apocryphal, but it goes to a point of something I'd like to talk about today. Supposedly, there was a United States Navy ship off the coast of Newfoundland in October. Uh, Why it's October, I don't know, but that's how the story is told. And the Americans recognize uh, a Canadian that they believe to be a vessel up ahead. And so the Americans radio, Canadian Navy, please divert your course 15 degrees to the north to avoid a collision. The Canadians answer, no, no, recommend you divert your course 15 degrees to the south. So the Americans get a little bit angry. The American says, this is the captain of a U.S. Navy ship. I say again, divert your course. Canadians say, no, I say again, you divert your course. So the Americans really angry by this point say, this is the aircraft carrier USS Lincoln, the second largest ship in the United States Atlantic fleet. We are accompanied by three destroyers, three cruisers, numerous support vessels. I demand that you change your course 15 degrees north. That's one five degrees north or countermeasures will be undertaken to ensure the safety of this ship. And the Canadians answered, This is a lighthouse, you're calling. (laughs) Sorry to take so long telling a story, but it goes to a point that no matter how much you may believe that you have alternative facts and alternative truth, certain things are reality. There are lighthouses that are going to be there. And don't you think that's what we're seeing with donald trump right now he's approaching a lighthouse and trying to convince us that his facts are right
1: Yeah, i mean that's a great way to look at it actually because i think many of us watch the briefings hear what's going on and it's a little bit puzzling you remember before Trump took office and people thought the gravity of the job will overtake him and he will start to right. act like a a regular president, normal president. That's what everyone hoped. Even us who didn't vote for him thought, well, he's still the president and I've got to live with it and I hope he does a good job. Um, that turned out not to be true. But maybe this, maybe this one thing that he couldn't Um, lie about and bully he couldn't intimidate a virus this would cause him to change course change who he is but you know john that man can't change he's however old 70 some years old and who he is is baked in so he always is going to change reality to have it look the way he wants it to look what's interesting it's it's the producer in him, right? It's a reality show producer in him. It's like, cut it, let's edit, let's, out, let's change a little bit, and now here's a truth.
0: Well, I think you're exactly right, and I, I'd like to build on that a little bit. You know, you're right in saying when, it, before he took office, back when he was first selected, we all thought that the job makes a man greater, perhaps, but we also thought Well, he'll be surrounded by real pros, by professional people, and they will be the guardrails. They will get him there. And isn't it the case that that's not true either? Well, also, I mean, his
1: superpower is this amazing ability to cower professional, accomplished people around him unless they have a greater superpower, which Fauci appears to have. But even Dr. Birx last night not only looked exhausted, but like she was capitulating. And I, I can't, I mean, I've obviously never been in a room alone with Donald Trump. I don't understand what that is. But he just keeps working in it and working it, and working it, until we start to see the world he he's, as he sees it. But unfortunately, in this world, that virus doesn't care. And the realities on the ground are so bad and getting well, that, worse every single yeah, day. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter what he says. And I think this is where, in a sense, his lies are starting to keep, catch up with him because people are discounting him. I think wasn't it even NPR when the NPR station said we're not playing him anymore because he's not mm. saying any truth. And what we need now is truth.
0: You're exactly right. And I I mean, that's frankly, the reason I took up some of our minutes to tell the lighthouse story, because the virus is there. It is a lighthouse at the end, and you can tell it to divert and change all you want. It's not going to do it. You're still going to going to run into that. I was interested, uh, you brought up Dr. Fauci, who seems to be the one person who can walk this amazing tightrope between uh, staying on with Trump and still trying to tell the truth. Uh, I just found out today, and this is something that's meaningful to you and I, You know, Dr. Fauci is the product of a Jesuit high school. And I, I probably need to qualify that I went to a Jesuit high school, your sons did, you went to uh, Beaumont, a Catholic high school. I don't want to make too much of this. There are many wonderful principal people in the world who did not go to Catholic high schools, but I wonder if we're seeing in Fauci, finally somebody who has a strong enough foundation of what should we call it character that he can stand up to Trump.
1: Wow. That's, that's interesting. I didn't know that about him either. And um, you know, go Jesuits as we are as we always say, um, but that, that may be, right? These are the kind of times where character is tested and he seems to be the only one who just isn't buckling under the pressure of Trump's, just his need to see the world different than it is. You wonder actually what kind of briefings he's getting, whether he, whether he's reading them or not. I mean, I'm sure he has access to the information, so that when he goes on Hannity last night and says, I don't think New York is going to need thirty to 40,000 ventilators. Now, there should be no way that he would know that. <laughs> That's just impossible for him to know. And it's always just his gut. But is he getting those kind of briefings and ignoring them because they don't fit his narrative? Or is he not even bothering to the, to read them? you know, either one of those two things is possible because of just the way he's well, operated th- so far. He's that- well, I think
0: they're both possible. And I think the other element that comes in when you trace a lot of these things uh, back is to find out that someone in some piece of media, some of the right wing media said something, somebody on a radio show, somebody in a blog says do they really need 30,000 ventilators? And that's enough for him. And then that phrase gets stuck in his mind. And that becomes, becomes the real truth. You know, certainly a really, really dangerous thing. Listen, I want to go to something that you and I have talked about for several years now, but we come up against it again now. We keep saying, is this the one where his lies, his structure of falsehood, will all finally explode. It'll run into the, the lighthouse. What do you think? Is it, is this the one that finally shows the emperor has no clothes? To
1: whom? You know I mean? I think for 52% of the population already emperor has no clothes. And what we need is for at least some portion of the rest to see that as well. And it's really hard to imagine, um, especially given the news that some people are listening to, that they will see anything different than what they've seen. Somebody was telling me the other day their dad's in a nursing home and he was complaining about Trump. And the nurse the nurse said, what are you talking about? He's doing such a great job. So, you know, how, how does it break through to the... The, the narrative, the story that he's so um, expertly constructed for his people to see. It, it's, it'll be telling, well, and, think, you know, in a way we won't know till November.
0: No, you're right. And I think you've, you've analyzed it exactly right there. And this, this is, I don't know how to say this right, but doesn't someday alternative truth, subjectivity the feeling everything is what I say, comes up against some absolute objective reality. And the terrible sadness here is the objective reality is when we hear about tens of thousands of deaths, when we hear about uh, the carnage uh, that could happen from from this, are we, you know, is even he at that point uh, capable of lying and saying, well, I know they're saying all these people have died and they're sick, but it's it's not really true.
1: I think he's capable of it, but are his sycophants, do they continue to be capable to stand around and say, thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership? Because if well, they can keep doing well, that...
0: And on that... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on that very <laughs> uplifting point, we, you know, Mary, you and I keep saying, we have to do a much brighter, more uplifting podcast. And I swear we will sometime. It just doesn't seem like today's going to be the week. day. Great. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Have a wonderful All right, weekend.
1: See you later. Bye.